Welcome to You're Still Doing That, where we talk to everyday people about their childhood joys that have endured into adulthood. Joining me today is... Uh, I'm Bill. <laughs> and I'm Karen. Uh, welcome, Bill and Karen. What do you guys do today that you still did as kids? Well, that would have to be art in general. Like, I've had a passion for art and drawing, and um, which led to animation since, like, um, oh, about like first or second grade when I first learned how cartoons were actually made. Like we had an assembly where an animator came down from Los Angeles and showed us how cartoons are made. And that totally like opened my eyes. Well, um, mostly because I knew I wanted to do art, but all the adults in my life were asking me, that's great. How are you going to make money doing that? <laughs> and so when this guy came down and he said that, I was like, that's art and that's a job. Boom, all my <laughs> all my problems are solved. All right, Karen and Bill, welcome to the show where tens of people are going to get to hear you. You've made it to the big time. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> right? Hey, all ten people you out there. Yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, uh, you guys founded Chubby Beagle Productions. And you've worked yes. in animation for for quite a t- uh, for quite some time now. Let's hear how that got started. So, where were you guys born at? Um, well, I was born in Long Island, New York, uh, but my parents uh, quickly moved out uh, to San Diego. But you don't remember any of that. I don't remember. Yeah, I, was, I was like a year old, like that's nothing. So I'm I'm practically a native Southern Californian. Yeah, and um, yeah, I was born in Orange County. And my parents moved down to San Diego, so totally SoCal. <laughs> and I am Orange County myself. I was born in West Covina. Oh, no way. <laughs> uh, yes, right in the suburbs of Los Angeles. And we moved uh, out here to North Carolina when I was 11. So I still oh, call right. myself a, a, a Californian, but I've been here for quite yeah. some time. <laughs> yeah, 11 works. Yeah, I was actually born in Orange Orange, California. <laughs> orange, orange, California. I love orange, it. Orange. <laughs> All right. So uh, tell me, how did you guys get into drawing? When did you first realize that was that was going to be your gig? Well, for me, I want like I always just love to just like I was I was kind of I learned to kind of be quiet and uh, sit down with like a like a sketchbook or a notepad and just kind of doodle and stuff. And, um, I just kind of took that into school and I think for a while there's a whole bunch of different careers I wanted to try out. And what just kept sticking was I like to draw. I'm always drawing. I, I had right. notebooks filled up with drawings. Uh, um, instead of taking notes, I was doodling in class. Like I was, yeah. I was that, I was that kid. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was something I just loved to do. And, um, it was, uh, that was, I think it was right after high school um i had won like uh, i won like a gold medal in, in art they gave they were like hey no bill's an artist you know right um, i got some recognition on that and that was kind of just where it's like hey i'll you know let's see where I get, this can take me and that's where i want i got into uh, animation and um kind of went from there sweet uh, karen how'd you get into drawing um well yeah i just always loved it like every time they'd have you know like the stations in kindergarten you know like the building station or the you know playing house station i'd always go straight for the crayons and like (laughs) (laughs) straight for the crayons in the art station and so it's like i just always enjoyed it it was just always fun um and whenever i was bored that would be just the thing i'd always want to go to um also when i was 
little um in my elementary school they started that weird track system where it was like year-round school yeah (laughs) i don't even know if they still do it anymore it was it was odd but um so that oh they do okay it's it's hard on the parents it was hard on my mom to try to find you know place for me to go every two months you know while she had to work so i went to my grandma's house and stay there and (laughs) my grandma would mostly just be sitting there watching bob ross Bob Ross and <laughs> Sister Wendy and all nice. the artists on on PBS, you know. And so there was also like a little little old Scottish guy that would paint sheep. You know, it was just like a full yeah. afternoon of just watching like right, right, every right. thing. And so that was just I really clicked with Bob Ross and it was just fun. You know, I guess we bonded over it and it was just yeah. like that was cemented like art is cool, <laughs> you know, in my head. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so did you guys have any uh, uh, teachers or people along the way? that really inspired you to pursue drawing? I've got a fun story for that one. So I was, how old was I? I was, I was taking a, I was, I was, I must've been like at least middle school and I was flying out East to visit family. Like uh, it was, it was some sort of, there was some, something going on where I had to fly by myself and I was nervous and excited. Cause I was like, Hey, I get to be, you know, big kid flying on my own sort of thing and i ended up uh sitting and sitting in the seat and i had brought like sketchbooks and all this stuff to keep myself uh busy and i was sketching and doodling on the plane and the guy next to me is like so you're an artist and turns out this guy was a full-on artist himself and he gave me like the best lesson as like a middle school person could ask for he showed me about like depth and like he showed me like oh yeah you gotta take it this way and think about more like uh more three dimensions i was like i was like what like 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 totally nicest guy in the world like and like i felt like oh he just kind of like scooped me up in the wing never saw the guy ever again uh we just it's just because we had six hours and he was probably bored too so (laughs) and he faded away into into nothing and uh i never got his name if i did i probably forgot it but yeah no like that that's probably like the earliest best like i I had like and don't get me wrong i had i had other great teachers um throughout high school but that was like that always struck me as like that was the first time i ever felt like i had like a teacher and it was just some random guy in an airplane. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. That is a good story. That was a good one. Yeah. Actually, I didn't even know that one. Though. Oh, I thought I told you that one. No. <laughs> uh, so um, how did you guys end up meeting? Uh, we met in college, in college. actually, oh. at art at art school. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was actually, I transferred to the art Institute in San Diego. And, um, he'd already been going there for a year because yep. I transferred from a community college and it was literally my first class there. And <laughs> it was pretty funny because it was a, it was a, I don't even remember what class it was just in a computer lab. Oh, God, so we're all sitting in, Yeah. I don't remember the class specifically, but so we're all sitting there and I was just sitting there just like completely 
overwhelmed because it was like my first class at this new school and it was art school. So it was intimidating, you know, and then the two guys next to me and actually we're still friends with the other guy were just yucking it up and laughing and they just would not shut up. And, but the thing was that the jokes were so funny. They kept making me laugh. <laughs> so it was so hard. Cause I was like, both like, do you guys shut up so we can focus on the class? But dang, that was a funny joke. You know? So, it was, <laughs> so I guess that kind of broke the ice. Cause then you just kept sitting next to me all the time. Probably cause I laughed. At Probably cause joke. you laughed at my dumb jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she thinks I'm funny. All right. I'm in. <laughs> right, make them laugh then you're in That's what yeah all right all right all right here we go <laughs> but actually we were friends for like a year before we started seriously dating yeah yeah so um so that wasn't even the dating part that was just when we first met that was just, that was just being for the first time but yeah that yeah we got together we got together in college and um yeah it worked out pretty well all right, so uh, let's get into some of your professional accolades. So um, I am jealous of anybody that has credits on IMDb. Oh. So I am desperately trying to figure out how I can be like corpse number two in somebody's F-rated movie that I can be able to get a <laughs> Just got to put it out there. Be like, hey, anyone need a corpse? I'm here. If, I'm we, here. if, we, if we ever need a, a, a side voice or something, we'll call you up. Yeah, we'll be like, we just need you to cough. Like, you know? like, like yeah, be, uh, be, yeah, be, 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 you know, someone like, Ugh. all right, there you go. <laughs> I love it. Um, so uh, according to IMDb, uh, Bill, your first credit is Gorillaville. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. That's a while ago. That's a long and, time ago. And Karen, you're credited with uh, Crab Cove and Tima, Timon and Pim, uh, Pumbaa, if I can say it right, in safety oh, yeah. video. So yes. those are kind of neat. Uh, now, I know those probably weren't your first gigs at all. What were some of your earliest uh, paid gigs as uh, artists and animators? Oh, as artists and animators? Because uh, the Timon and Pumbaa one, I was, uh, I was a production. Uh, production, production assistant. assistant but you did you helped out with some of those i did actually yeah, it actually was so it. it was it was literally a safety video that disney wanted made for i don't know what and they <laughs> were literally so um um it was so low budget and so like the deadline was so slammed that they literally had me um flipping over like scenes from uh like like timon's running so they're like but we need him running from the right so flip it over and trace it from the back <laughs> and now he's running the other way bam we got the scene done all right moving on you know and it's like and this one oh makes me blink, you know and it was like they just had me the lowly production assistant like throwing that together and that was that was a wild ride because it was just it was so because it was kind of disney but not because it was farmed out to the little commercial studio i was working for and um so yeah that was definitely a first foray into the industry i'll never forget (laughs) kind of like that's a great first story because everyone was stressed and everyone was worried and they kept burning through animators because they were low budget so they they do a little bit and then quit and then we have to get more and then they do a little bit (laughs) and then it was so great that yeah, you came to the the big screen. Oh yeah, the big screening. Yeah, we, uh, she she tells like, hey, we're gonna go watch that Timon and Pumbaa thing um, at the Disney Animation Building. And of course, like you know, we're fresh out of you know, we were still fresh out of uh, animation school. So it's like oh, the Disney right. Animation Building. I am right. so there. I'll be your plus one. The big hat building. And yeah. we get there, and and we well, I'll let you tell the story, but it was. Uh, 
we we uh, got we got the, well I remember getting there and I'm like you know floating on cloud nine. Oh, I yeah, probably it was like so cool. <laughs> in the candy store and we get there and uh, I, I remember there was a who's who of anime of animators mm-hmm. that no one else would probably know there who who had worked on it so that was exciting but then we get there and we watch it and it was so bad <laughs> you could feel you could feel i don't know if it was like cloud attention or just like you could just feel everyone's well, kind of like so stressed you could you could feel everyone. the tension of everyone's eyebrows and they kind of just furrowed them like what am i what we <laughs> <laughs> and then the poor person who like headed the project got up and was like, "Hey, <laughs> trying to trying to make this, trying to put lifting on this pig." And... <laughs> I still have absolutely no idea what it was for. Maybe yeah. school. Maybe it was literally like you know Timon and Pumbaa teaching you to like how to put yourself out if you're on fire or how to yeah. not stick a fork into yeah. a thing. That's like what it looked like when I saw a little bit of it. Oh, it's out there yeah. somewhere. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it was on YouTube. It was, really? uh, it was you know, basic safety stuff, but it was Timon and Puma telling you what to do. Oh, but, awesome. you know, there's a, there's a large crew of really talented people behind it who are all very stressed out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was almost like they, they gave them like $20 and a fresh sheet of paper. We're like, make this thing. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know the details because I was a production assistant. I just know, like, yeah, everyone was scrambling and everything was always behind and everyone was stressed. But it was, um, yeah, it was definitely adventure. I'll, I'll never forget that one <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, so you guys got to work together on Yabba Dabba Dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like a Flintstones kind of, uh, like a, it was, it wasn't like a, it was almost like a prequel, wasn't it? It was a, no, it was more like a sequel. It was because uh, it was a uh, uh, kind it was, of it was uh, like a right. reimagining. It was the kids. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was all about uh, Bam Bam and uh, and um, oh god, Pebbles. Yeah, Bam Bam and Pebbles, Pebbles and their kind of adventures. It was like a reimagining of it because it was a different style and stuff. So, but yeah. the same time frame. Yeah. So, how did you guys uh, get into doing that show? Oh, you got the interesting. Well, so so yeah, I was. Um, it was. What's um, all right? Let's roll the time back a little bit here. Um, <laughs> I had just got. I I had just gotten um, laid off uh, from a gig I, or from a job I was working for a game studio, and I had uh, for a long time been uh, wanting to transition from game animation work into uh, television storyboard work, and um, that layoff just had me. Just I was just down. I was like, oh my god, like. Uh, wasn't I'm, it unexpected it was unexpected yeah. uh i i thought because it was it was for like a big game company it was like caesar's entertainment and all that things like hey this this company seems like it could last for a little bit so you kind of like let your guard down um but it was yeah so it was it was a total shock that 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 job went away and throughout the whole time i had been um sending off applications to television studios like hey storyboard work uh there's jobs available let me apply for that and i had gotten tests back um in in animation when you apply for a job a lot of times if they if they they'll you'll send me your portfolio you send me your resume and then if they say hey we think this person can do it they'll send you a test and so i'd gotten a good number of tests uh for different shows like i tested for like ducktales and south park and a uh, whole bunch of other ones. Um, right, right. But they all they all came back with just thanks for applying, thanks for the right, test. Right. But we're gonna move on with someone else. Um, and that gets that gets disheartening. Like you, like I never like you know I'll say like you know and I'll say this to everyone like you know you don't take it personally. Don't take it personally. It's hard to not take it personally. You're gonna take it personally. Yeah. It's, it's it's gonna happen. 
Um, so I was down. And so I started, that was when I first started streaming on Twitch. When it was new. When it was like brand new. Like Twitch <laughs> had just like, they just come out. Like, I don't know, it was like a year before or something that was fresh, brand new. And so I just started streaming just to give myself, all right, an hour a day, I'm going to draw something just to keep my head out of the dump that I'm getting myself into. And um, it was there on Twitch that I made friends with um, someone who was a director at at Warner Brothers. And I was like, well, on, I, a show, on a though, different right? show, yeah. like he was, yeah, he was, he was a director on a different show and I made friends with him over Twitch and I, cause I was practicing like storyboard work. I was doing animation work. He's like, Hey, your stuff's really good. And then one day he sent me an email like, Hey, they're looking for board artists. I put your name in. So, so he kind of set the, put the good word in for me and they sent me a test and I was able to get onto it. And, uh, it, that was my first a studio job doing boards on a, on a show. Yeah. And then, um, and then I was into that show, I think for like a month really? and like a month or two. And then they said, Oh, we need people. We need, they, they're, they're just kind of like, they're kind of going to the crew. Like, Hey, we need people for these roles. Do you know anybody? And I was like, well, I know her. <laughs> and, right. and so I, I recommended you and you got the, well, they were actually, yeah, they, it was a show where they were actually having the animation crew be in house, which it's especially almost, in the big studios at the time, it was like unheard of. So they were like, we're going to actually get our own animation team and we're going to do the animation here. So that's when, yeah, you'd been doing storyboards for a little while and then they were beefing up the animation team. And so I got in on layouts. So um, so we were on the same show. We were just on uh, different sides different, of the Different apartments, yeah. <laughs> Almost yeah. separated by merely like a, like a cubicle wall. That was a cubicle right, and, right, an, right. and an aisle. Okay, a cubicle and an aisle, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think if I wanted to get your attention, I could just throw something at you and hope, hope well, I hit you. Well, because so, he's super tall, so he probably could just look over everybody. Right, right. <laughs> so you guys started your own uh, company, Chubby Beagle Productions. Mm-hmm. Uh, what made you go that route and, and get that started? Uh, well, uh, when we first started it, it was cause I was doing a lot of freelance, um, freelance work and that was going pretty good, you know, and that was kind of rolling good. And so we were, um, advised by our accountant. I was bringing it in. So like enough that they were, they said like, Hey, you should actually set up a corporation, you know, to do this because you know, it's, it's going pretty good. So we're like, okay, sure. And so our first name was supposed to be chickpeas, but that had been taken. Um, cause our joke yeah, is yeah, we're yeah, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're just two chickpeas in a pod, you know, and you know, yeah. animation studios, you got to have a funky name, you know, they yeah, all have funky silly. names. Yeah. And so, uh, our second choice, it was in honor of our dog, Sally, who was a fat beagle. So we saw her and we were like, that's totally our groove. That's totally our vibe. You yeah, know, we it, just it, want it fun works. from it, beagles. It, yeah. it works with, it works with the stuff we like to make was just dumb, stupid, adorable stuff yeah so at right, first right, it was right. it was my uh mainly like my um freelance work which was little stuff like youtube videos intro stuff commercials like little things but then after a couple years of that or maybe just one year of that it was like i think we'd gone through like yeah because because layoffs and you know yeah but dinosaurs got canceled and it's it was just over and over and over again we were just like and we'd seen so many productions and we'd seen stuff that we liked about productions. We seen stuff that we didn't like. And then we also saw that there's so much available. It's not like back 
before where all like you had to do animation in a studio because you needed the equipment and you needed the resources and you needed the distribution. We were like, it's all at our fingertips. You know, it's like the, the computers are fast enough now, you know, we've seen how it's done. We've done it ourselves with our small things, you know? And, um, so that's when we kind of changed, like we were talking about it. We actually got, um, a project with USC and children's hospital, Los Angeles, to do little animated vignettes for um, like a program they had for kids with um, kids going through um, like research studies. It was, it was, it was supposed to be a guide for, um, cause, cause at children's hospital, the doctors are always busy mm-hmm. and, um, but right. the, the doctor is also heading up all these studies. And so um, to help facilitate the doctors having more time, it was this um, kind of a uh, virtual, um, assistant program that they could then say, Hey, your child is, uh, possibly available for this study on yet, 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 like diabetes, like diabetes or something like that. That was, that was the example that was in the the shorts we made. And so they would just, um, if they had any specific questions or just kind of like they could watch this virtual assistant that would be interactive. You could ask it questions. And then, um, for like, questions or or answers that are a little more complicated they want to produce these uh short little vignettes which could have kind of like give you a bunch of information in a visual form Mm -hmm. so it's easier to take in so um i we got this job and we were kind of used to being the cogs in the machine like we're going to be the animators i was used to to getting thrown just the animation yeah we're gonna uh, yeah we'll animate that but someone else is going to handle other things right and they're like yeah so we kind of need you to do everything well, they like they were like, oh, you could do it. We're like, yeah, we could totally do it, um, no problem in their time frame. And they sent over the scripts, and they're like, cool. When can you be done? And we're like, oh, like, it's everything. It's everything. <laughs> it's everything. Like, they need us to yeah. produce this thing. And so at first it was like a little bit of like, oh no. But then it was like, wait, we, we can we, we can, can do this. this. We can, we, <laughs> it's we like I know how to do this. So that was like our first foray into it. And so yeah, we plugged along. We got them done. We had a great time. And, um, and that's, that really switched our mind into thinking like, we can do this and it was fun and we enjoyed it. And so we're like, this is a thing, this can be open to us. So that's like, I think that at the end of that year was when we're like, let's change, let's change the direction direction we're doing on this. And it became more of like, let's grow something here. Yeah. Yeah. It became more of like, let's grow this business and see what we can get. And so it's more like instead of like, let's take on just freelance work, it's more like, let's develop our own ideas and let's find clients that have big projects that we can produce and mm-hmm. um, attach our names to and um, help grow the the company in that way. And, and right, yeah. Right. Try, to, try to do things our way. Try to do like the things that, you know, we didn't like seeing in the animation industry, do it differently and make it work. And, yeah, try to try mm-hmm. and try and figure out like, okay, what, what, if anything, it's been eye-opening because it's been like you know, there's a lot, there's a lot that goes on in the industry that you don't know about because it's all behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know why people are making decisions. You don't know why companies are making decisions. Um, I mean, there, there's strike the the strike watching all the strikes happen. It's like yeah. all you can sit by in the sidelines, like why are they doing this, and and you have no idea because you're not in the room where they're yeah, making right. the decisions. But having now we're on the side, we're on this part where it's like, oh, we're a company now. Well. Whatever they're doing, they're making their decisions for their reasons. So we're just going to figure out why we're going to make our decisions for our reasons. And that's kind of like where we're going with yeah, the company. Yeah, we build the teams the way we want to, tell the stories that we want to, Yeah, you know, build the company the way we want to build it. Yeah. 
That's right. Uh, and they usually, the more you can do in house, the better. Exactly. Ends up being too. That's oh, right. Definitely. You don't have to worry about other people. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you guys um, are doing pretty good, Bill. You've gotten to work on some pretty uh, big time shows. Uh, House Broken on Fox. Yep. And Central Park on Apple TV, which had a, lots of uh, some big time uh, voice actors attached to that film. Oh, yeah. That, that was theory. a great time. So, um, so how do you go about or how did, how, how did you get some big time shows uh, swung your way that you got a chance to take part in? Well, what happened was, yeah, so, so after, so we were, after, um, we were both working at Yabba Dabba Dinosaurs and that got, um, I actually got laid off a little bit before it got canceled. Um, I was, uh, working as I was, I was an interesting position. I, I, I started off as a board, a storyboard artist, and then they were about to lay me off, but then they just, they, they thought like, no, wait, 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 we need, we need an extra, we still need an extra board artist to kind of float around on episodes and help with help the directors. So I was almost like an assistant director, but not officially, but I would kind of go around from episode to episode and kind of do odd jobs for everything. Like, oh, this scene needs to be restructured. Can you reboard this thing? Sure, I can do that. Um, but then uh, the budget on that show just got ballooned and they're like, no, we can't keep you anymore so i got let go um and then i think it was like three months later the show got canceled but in the process of that i was uh i had reached out to some other uh producers that i had met and other board artists that i knew and that's kind of like how you get jobs in the industry it, it comes down to right. just you know people and they know that something's available and they're like um oh you're looking for work great you know, let me find you. Let me, let me, let me, you know, I'll find out what's going on here. Or uh, as soon as I hear anything, I'll let you know. And what happened was it was um, a friend that I'd made at Warner Brothers who was where he was working on like all the Looney Tunes shorts, like down the hall. Yeah. And he said, Oh, they're looking for people to board on a new show at Bento box. They're the ones that do a lot of the Fox animation shows. And I said, great, yeah, let me, uh, who do I need to contact? So I got the information, uh, I did a test, and uh, it was so funny because I'd also done a test for a Warner Brothers show, uh, Teen Titans Go, and I was really excited to work on that one. That one at the time was very much more like, this is my sensibility, this is the kind of work I want to work on, I'm really excited about it. My kids were huge fans of the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was kind of like, I really want this one. But then out of nowhere, Bento Box came in. And this was like months too, like months of waiting to hear things. And it can take time. It can take time for this to happen. And then finally, I actually, I get an email out of the blue from Bento Box. They're like, we love your work. When, you know, uh, here's an offer letter. When can you start? And I try, I reached out to one of them. It was like, hey, I got an offer letter. And they're like, oh, well, go ahead and take it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you were so stressed too. You're I like, was, what do I do? What, what do, I, do I, do? I do? I was so stressed out and about it. And then they get the re reply back. It's like, oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead and take the offer. Like, oh, yeah, good luck to you. Like, what? Okay. <laughs> but actually, it was a blessing in disguise because I've had a ton of fun at, on Vent, at Bento Box. Um, yeah, I came in on Central Park, and um, God, that was a lot. That that was a fun show to work on. Great team there. And, um, it was, uh, I really, I really got to find, figure out like, that's where I think I really learned what my sensibilities were. Cause I had what I wanted to do, which was like, I want to do like really cartoony stuff. But then when I got into doing these like primetime shows where it's more like, we want to be a little more, uh, a little more realistic with some of our things, but also right. a little cartoony. 
Um, I found myself like I was just doing great on that show. Um, I even I even got I even ran into uh, Josh Gad in an elevator. And uh, as Karen said, I'm huge. I'm like six foot six and I'm like over 300 pounds. And uh, I got into an elevator and then the elevator door is about to close and it opens again. In comes Josh Gad with like you know, friends of his. And I think I scared him to the crap of him because he kept in this elevator all quickly. And here's this like giant in the elevator. Oh, yeah. he, got, he got quiet real quick. Um, <laughs> Who was the one that said you're as tall as they make me look? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, it was this, yeah, this is a different story. Oh, I, um, I was, uh, I was, it was at Warner brothers. Um, I ran into, I was in the parking lot, you know, coming up in the elevator and the elevator stops at the second floor, and in walks Danny Trejo with his entourage yeah. of people. Yeah. And uh, Danny Trejo is like tiny, like he's real short. He looks up at me compared to me, but he looks up at me and he's like, "Ha ha, that's how big they make me look." On a movie. Look. <laughs> Danny Trejo does not look tiny in real. He's, he is not. He, he is not. But yeah. like you see, in per, like to me, he in person, like, and I, that, I we just laughed. That was funny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but no, yeah, Bento, yeah. Bento Box has been great, um, and uh, yeah, it's it's like, uh, and then from season one of Central Park was ending, and um, basically I've just learned, I, I kind of just learned to kind of keep my ear out, um, you want to talk to people in production, just get to know people, and I heard that there was a new show starting up, um, The Great North, and they were actually looking for people, and they were just right down the hallway, so I got up, went down the hallway, talked to the producer and said, yeah, I'm wrapping up here. Do you need people? And they said, yeah. And I've been there for a I've been there. I've, uh, we just, uh, we were working on the fourth season when the, when the strikes happened. So we're hoping to find out if we're coming back. Well, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> that one looked good too. And I was looking through it as well. Now uh, you guys have some titles. I don't know if everybody exactly knows what these people do. Uh, so Karen, let's start with you. Uh, you're credited as an animator. So what exactly does an animator do? Uh, it's a broad term. <laughs> it, 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 it depends. Um, because it depends on like what you're working on specifically, like every production is different. And so that's why it's, it's hard. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta know the details first. It's like, yeah. Cause like at Yabba dinosaurs animator meant literally animating, like they were actually animating the show, like, um, right. it was in Adobe animate. And so they were actually animating in that program. Um, that's making the characters move and bringing the life. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like I was doing layouts. And so that meant, um, putting the files together um taking all the art pieces from the art departments and putting them together sizing the characters putting them where they're looking um also identifying issues like (laughs) sometimes there was stuff they didn't like expect you know like sometimes the characters would be in the wrong place or the hookups didn't work or in one yeah but have dinosaurs it was about the kids but also the dinosaurs they were like much more focused on the dinosaur creature and um there was one scene with a ton of dinosaurs we put that layout together all the dinosaurs were blue. Like they were all multicolored. Oh, yeah. You know, there was all different colors, but for some reason the dinosaurs they all picked were all blue. It was like this massive scene of just blue. So it was like stuff like that. Yeah. That was layouts. Yeah. And then the and then we give it to the animators and they'd actually make them move in the scene. Um sometimes animator, like when we were working in games and not like triple A games, but like apps and 
um, social games and stuff like that. Um, Animators, like, yeah, sometimes making the characters move, sometimes designing the characters too. (laughs) Like Sometimes it was an all-encompassing term. Yeah, Yeah, it was like we were designing the characters, making the, like, the animation was, and games are more like looping animations usually, you know, so it's like doing that. Um, sometimes it's like, I specialize in like, um, more digital animation. It's 2d technically, but it's not drawings on paper. It's in the programs, like whatever program they're using. Yeah. Like harmony, animate, whatever. Yeah. Again, you gotta be flexible because every production uses a different program, you know, so you gotta know a ton of different programs at once. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, so I can, I call myself a 2d animator sometimes or a digital animator, Sometimes they call that for a little while they called it two and a half D, but that kind of fell as a wayside. It does, right? Too many yeah. words. Yeah. <laughs> but you can see, like in the industry, it's like it's like constantly changing and floating. Like every, like, well, you, you got to learn the details first before you even know, right? You like, got yeah. that layout job because you applied as an animator, mm-hmm. so it's like it 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 the word the word means it, it does mean something, but it's yeah, it's like different job to job to job, and everyone's gonna have different descriptions and what they need and sometimes it's almost like it's kind of thrown out there design like i just need an animator animator will take care of that mm-hmm. it's like well how <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean like yeah or sometimes they'll be like yeah what like um yeah what what will we need an animator for it's like well what do you need done <laughs> you yeah. know it's like you might need designers you might need animators you might need both yeah, yeah. so it's it's not very it's not as cut and dry yeah the term the terms the terms are loose like i'll hear a lot of times mm -hmm. people say like oh such and such had great beautiful animation and And they're talking about the art design they're talking about the art design yeah they're talking about like how beautiful the colors were or how the well the drawings were done or crafted that's art direction animation like i've heard people say like early south park had great animation like no, it's not. It's terrible animation. It's on a but budget. It, but it works great. But it works because it's and you know it's that's a, the style of the show, and that it works with its crude humor and oh, everything. What threw me the biggest loop is that it's three D animation. Yeah, that was yeah, that's yeah, that's that's yeah. <laughs> when that I applied for software <laughs> the first time, yeah, they were like, oh, what was it, Maya or something? Yeah, it was all three D like, 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 programs. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? So it's like, yeah, everything's and then. Also, there's productions and studios that uh, farm out their animation. So they'll be looking for animators, but they'll be looking, yeah, for more layout artists or even retake animators, which fix the stuff that comes back from overseas. Yeah, so it's like it's and so that's when you take you get the overseas animation. And of course, there's always going to be problems or things to fix or stuff that didn't translate well. And so you got to put it on model or <laughs> put it on timing or, you know, it's like you got to fix it. Yeah. So it's like that's a retake animator. And so, 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 so yeah. that's what I, you say in the credits when we're like um, my kids, we went well, for whatever anime we went to go see in the theater and then roll in the credits. It's got I don't know what the title may have just said animators. And then there's like a thousand names yeah. underneath it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they because they have to list not only who's in the studio, but if they farmed out, they have to list all their names. Yep. Sometimes yeah. they separate them out, you know, like with between the different studios. But sometimes they right. switch them all together, and it's just like five thousand people, and you're like, what? And it's like, yeah. oh, that's everybody. Yeah. And sometimes they put 
the retake animators as animators and the layout artists as animator. You know, it's like, so it's, it's however they want to do it. And, and, <laughs> and, it, and it changes depending on like what kind of like film you're working on too. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, we went and saw uh, the new Spider-Verse movie and like mm-hmm. the credits are as long as the movie itself because <laughs> yeah. it's like, that's like, it's seeing all the names, but that's what it takes because um they're they're they bring on like armies of animators to work mm-hmm. on these films because they're not giving like a team to do the whole thing they're like okay right. we've got a thousand shots that need to be animated how many animators do we have so an animator might work on two or three shots but that's right but they've got like 500 animators so there you go yeah, yeah. But that's how they get it. That's how they, that's how they get the time. That's how they get it done faster, faster because they just bring on more people. Mm -hmm. All right. So, uh, Bill, your credit, a lot of your credits were for a storyboard artist. Yes. So what, what exactly does a storyboard artist do? So storyboard artist is job is to visualize the script. Um, basically I produce the blueprint for the animation to then either yeah be given to someone like Karen or sent overseas. Um, on the shows that I worked, that I've been working on like Great North and um, Central Park and House Housebroken. Um, I'm what's called a production board artist, um, which basically means that the 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 boards that we produce are really clean, like they're they're almost like like polished drawings that we send overseas. Um, there's a lot of drawings cause we're almost drawing. You're almost animating. We're them. almost, an- yeah. we're like, we're like, we're like one yeah. step shy of animating them because basically uh, we're drawing most of the key poses for all the acting. So there'll be a lot of stuff of like, if I'm a character, um, this is terrible radio by the way, cause I'm about to do something visual when it's just going to be audio. Right. But um, <laughs> the, the idea would be like, if I'm a character eating a plate of spaghetti, I'll need a pose, not just, you think like, oh, they just need a pose for hand on the, like fork, fork down the plate, fork in mouth, you know, but no, actually I need a pose for fork on the plate, fork up from the plate. My mouth is open, fork goes into my mouth. I bite and then out and then back to the table. That's like, that's like nine poses. And I have to draw those so that, because what happens with the way the production works is that they send then those boards overseas and they're so clean that then the animators over there because they're they they're they're not paid to think they're just paid to trace the boards and right. draw the drawings in between so that's why our boards have to be that clean and we have to demonstrate all those poses because the animators there aren't they just, go they just they're like okay pose that's what's there they just go pose to pose and if those poses aren't right. there they're not gonna they're gonna be like well you didn't give us that pose they're not gonna do it right. so that's why it's done that way but that's that's a much more advanced level of storyboards. Basically it's like, here's the script. What's happening. The script will say like, Oh, it's an exterior shot of a beach. So you draw a beach and the characters are frolicking in the waves and you just kind of picture right. that. And so you kind of, you start with, the, with those big general ideas of like, okay, where are we? What's happening? And you just visualize it. And it's a lot like drawing comics or, um, it, it's very similar, similar language to it, where it's just like, here's what's happening. Here's the visual ideas and here's the lines that go with it. And now we've got the fun is because we've got like all this different software now that lets me like, I can add sound effects or I can hear the character as they're delivering their line. So I can not just, not just draw like, Oh, a character is saying, you know, giving some stock pose. I can actually like hear the voice actor giving their lines now. And so it's like, Oh, I can add a little nuance and subtlety to, 
the performance. And so there's a lot of cool stuff you can do, but that's basically the gist of a storyboard artist. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> yeah, I'd always pictured the storyboards as like more generic, but I guess if you want somebody to animate it, you've got to be much more detailed so they know. Like movie story, movie storyboards are a lot more of that generic. Like like if you see like I know there's like been like books on like Star Wars and stuff where they show like they show some of the storyboard sequences for stuff. Those are much more. That's, that's a cinematic. Storyboard. Those are cinematic storyboards. Um, totally live action yeah. storyboards for like commercials, completely different because you don't have to show the animators. It's just basically like here's the shot. Then the actors can kind of they they can give their point of view. They can give their their pass on it. The director can give a pass on it. Different stuff. But the board is still there as like it's still that job of a blueprint. But animated boards are a lot more involved because it's being passed on to then be drawn over again. And then again, yours are so detailed because of the way the production's set up that you don't really have communication with the animators. You have to communicate it all in the drawing. It all has to be on the board. Yeah, because I can't, they're not going to fly me out to wherever they're animating this. And so I can sit there and be like, oh, see, actually, this is that character. They can't go across the room to talk to the board artist or talk to the director to see what their vision was. When you have an animation team in-house, the animators are more involved. So they know what's going on so that, Boards can be a little looser, yeah. you know, or a little simpler, and don't have to be fully animated. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it, it's, it's all, yeah, it's all very complicated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now your uh, production company, you guys have been work or did work on uh, a show called Maxine Lowell, the oh, super yeah. drag hero. Uh, yeah. That looked really interesting. I watched the trailer for it. <laughs> and that looked pretty great. Now, how did you guys get uh, that gig to put a whole thing together? Well, actually, we're uh, we're still working on that right now. Yeah, it's, uh, we it's just still went in into uh, post production with that, and that's been really fun to work on. Yeah, We've all the animation, really all, the, all, all the animation has been wrapped up. So now we're the ones we're doing we're we're the ones doing the the the, the grindy job of putting it all together. Post production, post production, animation, put it together. But yeah, we got that. Um, through a recommendation from a friend. Yeah, he knew we'd, uh, you know, been, we had our studio and we're working on things. And so, yeah, he was actually an old friend from college, actually. And uh, we worked with him when we lived up in San Francisco for a while. We worked with him and um, he called us up to see if we were available. And we were like, sure, because, you know, Maxi Lawau is a drag queen superhero. And I got super excited because I'm a huge fan of drag. And so, and then, so we saw this, we heard about the story. We read about it and it was such an awesome story um, about like finding yourself and inspiration and finding your inner super hero. We were like, oh, we got to do this. Yeah. <laughs> this right, is right, so right. great. This is so much fun. And um, our friend, he had um, set up kind of the style. He he designed some of the characters. So he showed us some of that and it just looked so fun and so cool. We were like, we were like, definitely we're on board for this for sure. And yeah. it's been it's been a ride ever since. Yeah. I love it. When can uh, we expect that to come out so people can view it? There's a tentative. We're tentatively looking at a release in 2024 in the summer, but we're not quite sure details. Um, I know if you go to maxi.com, let me plug it, go to, go to maxi.com, <laughs> sign up for the newsletter. And as soon as uh, when it's going to stream, when it's out, we will definitely blast it out to everybody so mm-hmm. that you know. We don't have specific nice. details yet, yeah. but yeah, definitely next year, spring, yeah. summer, yeah, around there. So soon, we're really excited. So, yeah. All right. So what are some current projects you guys are working on now? 
Well, Maxie's the the biggest one. Maxie's the first yeah. movie we've ever worked on. It's an independent movie, and we've been focusing all our attention on Maxie for like the past for like the past couple of years now. Yeah, yeah. and so because um, um, yeah, it's been so important to us to really focus on it. So Maxie Lawow has been, you know pretty much the only one we've been working on yeah mm-hmm. that's been that's been the biggest one um i've been i've been going i've been back up um on twitch streaming um and i've been uh kind of like talking about animation um i'm doing warm-up drawings and talking about my art process um that sort of thing yeah, i was gonna ask about i saw that um on your instagram that you had lots of times posted about when you would be on twitch yeah, um, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, right now the schedule I'm committing to is every every morning, 9.30 uh, Pacific in the morning, um, I get on and stream for about an hour, maybe a little bit more if I'm having a good time and uh, working on something fun. And yeah, I'll stream everything from uh, drawing, uh, doing people sketching, um, doing animation, uh, storyboarding, um, kind of just what it feels kind of, I feel like, but I'm always open for questions. I have a great time with my chat. We talk about a lot of fun things. We talk about art, what it's like being an artist and, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what, that's what that, that's also kind of the project where I've been, I started doing that again. Um, uh, cause I, cause I, I'm at, I've been out of work now, uh, from Bento due to the strikes. Um, so actually getting, hearing all the news, the good news that's been coming out of the strikes has got me excited. Um, and it's, and you've been helping more on Maxi. Yeah, I've been able to have out more on Maxi. So it's, it's so it's been it's been a blessing in disguise because it's like yeah. now I'm here available. Yeah, he did he did a lot more of the early stuff with um, storyboards and design, and then when it switched over to animation, kind of that's when we switched gears. Yeah, over you took to over. Yeah. yeah, and then now that we're switching over to post production because animation's all in. Um, now I've recruited him because he's more available. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you can handle all our bits and start putting stuff together. Yeah, and then and then yeah, when the strike started, we went on hiatus. That was when you had more time, and it was like, no, hey, the time to work. Let's get started let's, with let's, some warm up drawings. Let's get yeah. this. Let's get this movie started, and let let yeah, let's do some do some more artwork. Yeah, man. All <laughs> right, so let me ask you guys some uh, like fun artist based questions that I know a lot of people might want to know about. So, what is your favorite kind of like genre or topic to draw? or or to work on what what is your favorite kind of things that you like to do what gets you excited um i love i love sketching people um that's my favorite thing thing. uh uh i worked for years as a caricature artist uh at SeaWorld, and also i was gonna ask if you ever had done any of that kind of stuff i did oh i loved it i did that I, i i was i was doing that when i met karen in school um it gave me uh, it, I had, I had, it gave me a lot of confidence. So I was kind of like, I was, I was, I was no, I was like, I was like hot crap at, uh, at, at yeah. school. Like I was, I was kind of a hot shot around, around school, but, um, I love drawing people. Like, uh, that's my favorite thing to draw is just like, I'll sit down. Um, a lot of sketches I do nowadays is cause I'm work I'm usually in the office working. So every time I go out and pick up the kids, I'm like in my car, uh, just looking at people and sketching them on my phone. It's my favorite thing to do. I still do is just, uh, doing quick, rough caricature sketches of, them. um, yeah, that's my favorite thing so to do. So watch out if you're around. Yeah. Watch out. I'm, 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 I might be drawing you. <laughs> yeah, say, he's not taking a picture. He's... <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Uh, see, for for me, it's to, um, I'm totally different. <laughs> yeah, you're really <laughs> I'm like everything else that's different, like um, personal art and stuff. Like there, yeah, there's the work art. Yeah, I like doing life drawing. I like life drawing sessions, like in um, in in studios and stuff. Like haven't gone to any since like the pandemic and everything that kind of shut that down a lot. But before then I'd go to like a, like the CTN studio oh, yeah, and do life drawings and Warner brothers had a cool life drawing thing. Cause you go on the, um, on their, they, they'd, they'd hold them in the back lot for some reason. It'd be like, just like, like the random, uh, houses and you'd go in and there's like, yeah, there's a, there's an artist model and we just hang out and have pizza for like a couple hours. And I remember out, those, those, people. those, those, are, those fun, are bizarre though. and cool. Those were <laughs> fun though, because they, 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 it was, it wasn't just like regular, like, like life drawing. They come they'd in like, costumes, they'd be in like yeah. the craziest costumes. Like we had some like retro, uh, space girl came in with like, like she had a ray gun and a helmet and like, like a full on get up. And we had that someone, cool someone came in dressed as Velma from Scooby-Doo. Like they were, those oh, were the, fun. The, the old guy in the gladiator gear. Oh, that the, was glad, hilarious the, old, the gladiator guy was great. Yeah, it was great. But he was, he was so into it. He was having so much fun. Yeah, he was intense. Yeah, he, intense <laughs> but when i'm not doing work stuff i'm a i'm in i'm a i'm a crafty person <laughs> yeah you like the craft i like i like making stuff out of sculpey um in fact it's a great um it's a great like you know fidget thing that i have at my desk right, right, right. <laughs> i have a bunch of little sculpies and i sit and i just like need it and then over halloween i made a little like ghost necklace because i was just like i was like here's a ghost and there's a ghost and there's another ghost and then do stuff like well, that because you're also waiting for a whole bunch of files to render, to render. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and our, our joke is a uh, uh, an unwatched computer always crashes so it's like you gotta yeah, sit yeah. there and watch it yeah, for some reason. Watch it, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I don't get it's the yeah. opposite of the watch pot boiling. It's the opposite. It's yeah, like, no, I have I have to watch that progress bar go or it's I gonna don't crack. Know yeah. What's gonna happen? I'm gonna step away and it's gonna it's explode gone. or something like that. Yeah, I don't know how many videos I've put, you know spent all this time working on and then you hit export. Yeah, then it's yep. like if you don't sit and watch it, if you come back. It's like stalled yeah. or something in the middle. Yep. Right. Something's yeah. Something's going to happen. Or go to the restroom and come back and it's all like, like the entire window's gone. You're like, why? Yeah. <laughs> like what happened? I like to see it as like these, these files are our babies. And so I'm just being a good parent and I'm sitting there holding his hand. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Are you okay in there? You know, you knock on the bathroom stall. You okay in there? Yeah, I'm fine. Right. Okay. You sit back and you wait. You just, you're being present so that it can do its mm-hmm. thing, you know? Like a nerdy <laughs> question for you guys. Woo. Uh, like what kind of like software and tech do you guys use to create your work? Well, it's always changing. (laughs) Like that's the thing. Like right now, um, Uh, I'm a a big, I'm a big Adobe fan. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, you don't want to buy multiple subscriptions because they're all subscription based now. So it's like (laughs) save the money. So it's like, yeah, we work in Adobe whenever we can. Um, but I really like harmony. Harmony is great for, um, for like traditional animation like yeah. um i did a couple of uh reanimates just for fun i don't know have you heard of those like it's where they take old classic scenes and cartoon a, episodes and a or big something bunch like of artists yeah. just come together and split it up and just reanimate the scene however they want they're so much fun, oh, fun they're fun. just they're just you know like like volunteer they're like they're like hobby things but yeah. they're a lot of fun to yeah. see like what everyone does with their style and what they do and um so i like using harmony for those because it's more it's much more leaning towards for like traditional um animation you can it it really feels like drawing on paper like the old stuff you know and um 
But yeah, it's always changing. Uh, <laughs> Who knows what's going to be next? Yeah, it's like we're constantly learning like the next program, it feels like. Yeah, but for us, like, yeah, like we, um, Adobe Animate's been our bread and butter for years on everything. And it was funny enough because, so we we, we got out of school um, after we graduated and um, we got grad, we graduated and we, we got married and we moved up to LA and um, we were trying to get into the industry and we found out about a flat uh it was flash at the time um animation workshop uh being thrown by some of the big uh, flash animation studios in town because they wanted to train a new crop of animators so we're like sure so we both took a test to get into the class we both got in and we learned more about this program in that four-week class than we spent the last three years in school learning. <laughs> like, why did we? Why did we go to school? Right. But um, and but uh, all all those techniques that we learned in that class, like we just been using for the last like probably fifteen years on but different things. I've definitely learned. Yeah, I've definitely learned. It's a. It's just a tool. Yeah. yeah. It's just like because we we have used a ton of other programs in like games and stuff. And oh yeah, like Spine. There's and a other bunch things. of yeah. yeah, even like free animation programs like you can get like we get on um, iPad and stuff like that. You can even get on your phone. Like our daughter has even gotten into some animation stuff on the phone, and it's all pretty much the same thing. Yeah. But like it's all just the same tool, just a different. I've package, actually I've, you know? I've actually taught I I, I teach a, I currently teach a class I teach a class on like comics and visual storytelling. Um, but I also taught some classes in Adobe animate. Um, but I feel like, I feel like teaching classes on the program is, is not helpful. I think it's more like just teach the skills of animation because whether you're doing it in CG or 2d, all the fundamentals are the same. You still want to have arc arcs in action and slow in, slow out and all these different fundamentals are still the same. Using the using the different programs, it's like, I don't. It's, it's so funny too because when I was teaching the class, like they had a curriculum that they were prepared for me, so I was just kind of just going by the curriculum. But I was like, I don't use any of this stuff when I use the program. <laughs> it's more like you're just teaching how the program. All right, so they know how to use a program, but they still know how to animate in the program. So I, I adjusted the class to actually like, all right, here's we're actually going to teach you how to animate in the program, not just use the program. And there, I feel like there's sometimes sometimes. In classes, this is me getting up on my soapbox here. Sometimes on classes, it feels like they're just teaching you the program, but not actually how you're going to use it. That's probably why we learn so much in that four-week course, because they're like, we're going to teach you. You might know this program. You might not. We're just going to teach you how to animate it and what we do. And it's like the rest of the stuff, like you just realize the rest of the stuff is more like fluffy. You get into the, like the meat and potatoes of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like like you, can, you can learn how to use the program. Yeah. Yeah, that's like secondary to it. Yeah. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. it's 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 still learning how to animate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um so uh you guys have been drawn a long time. Have you put any of your art onto your body? Do you have any tattoos? <laughs> uh, I have one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any. I am I am I'm a large hairy man. I don't know if they'd find a place to put a tattoo on me. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Okay, okay. You know, <laughs> that manscape razor and go to <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but but the thing he's not mentioning is he's he can't commit enough like, yeah i can't commit i did i barely I, commit to a halloween costume people, I, I like, can't, a, like a tattoo people people are like hey what's your favorite movie i'm like uh today <laughs> so i i feel like i feel like i feel like even if even if it's my because you're normally i'm always like i'd be all about my own artwork and i'd be like yeah. this is gonna be on me forever 
am I always going to like this artwork of mine? I, I probably, I'm These sitting there. The I, I mean, cause so I, yeah. Although, yeah, even though, yeah, I'm not, I'm not tatted up. Like neither of us are. I, I really respect it. I respect oh, the art form like crazy. Tons of respect Dang, for it. Yeah. Like that is like some of the, some of the stuff they're coming out with. Like I really love yeah, seeing I mean, the different, you know, I, I love art in general, like all of it. Like it's just, I love all kinds of art. Um, But like seeing the kinds of art they put on people's body, it's just like, it's so amazing. Um, In high school, I did, um, I did henna tattooing <laughs> for yeah, yeah. a little bit for some extra money at a Ren fair. And that was hard enough because you, you're not just drawn on a flat surface anymore. You're drawn around right. yeah. and they move. And it's just like, <laughs> and sometimes like, yeah, you'll be like, Oh, it's going to be a great flower. And then you look at it and it's like completely wonky because it's going around. You're like, Oh, at least, at least mine, you could wash off. You know? <laughs> it's like, right. But it was so much fun, yeah. And then seeing like the kind of artistic stuff they're making with like portraits and oh, and watercolor yeah. looking things, and I'm like, how in the world? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. How do they do that? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's impressive. Nothing, nothing but respect for other tattoo artists. I, I had a bunch of old caricature friends that went into tattoos, and it's like more power to them. Like they they it's make it's art. Yeah. They're they're doing some amazing work, um, and they're when you're doing art and I know this from my experience doing caricatures um, if you're doing art in front of someone if you're doing either you're doing a tattoo or you're drawing something and it, it is it is stressful to like have your stuff get that instant feedback because <laughs> you're always putting a bit of yourself even if you're drawing like oh draw this character that's going to get tattooed on me you're always putting a bit of yourself into it and you're always putting that on on risk of being judged and so it's like for tat like especially tattoo artists like i don't know how they do it i, I mean with at least a character they don't like it uh fine i'll tear it up and there you go but it's like they don't like your tattoo it's like oh man <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> now uh you mentioned a ren frere uh what i was gonna oh. ask is i was reading an article you guys had were interviewed in and you talked about your love of going to cons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what is it about uh, like con that you guys like going to? And for folks listening, we're talking about like comic cons and things yes. like that. So what is it about a con that you guys like so much? Oh, man. Well, since we both grew up in San Diego, we were right next to the yeah. big one, San, San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. So yeah. went there a lot. And um, it's kind of funny because the my you know my friend group in high school and stuff even though i was all into art and everything that i was like should i go to comic-con they're like nah stupid and then i met and then i met this guy (laughs) and we were dating i don't even think we were really dating and he's like hey i have an extra extra pass do you want to go and i was like sure free pass i'll go check it out and so i went and (laughs) the joke was i got there and i like i ditched him i was like i got too much stuff to see yeah she disappeared in a cloud (laughs) like a karen shaped cloud and then (laughs) came back covered in swag and buttons and oh, covered like comic just, pages like it's just so inspiring like and with most of the cons we've gone to there's like two sides to it there's like the fan side but then there's also the industry side you know it's yeah. like um especially with san diego comic-con probably because it's so big yeah they have a lot of industry panels and a lot of stuff and granted those aren't the big ones that are like packed and full of people but you know they still get a decent amount of people and we can see like state of the animation industry was a big one i love to go see or like um meeting the artists of like of like different movies or something yeah. you know it's like there's so many different ones you can go see it's almost it's almost like a industry conference yeah. <laughs> at the same time you know yeah, it's, like, it's it's definitely they'll be like, like there'll be like a line down the hall everyone's excited to go see like the new 
sneak peek for the new Doctor Who season or something like that. And here we are, a couple of nerds getting in line to go watch, like, see, like, some some guy talk about his webcomic that yeah. he's, like, <laughs> that he's going to tell us how to market it. And we're like... Yeah, <laughs> or talk about like the, the, the state of like yeah, like LGBTQ comics, or yeah. you know, or like diversity in animation, and we're like, oh yeah, let's go, let's do it, <laughs> and we get all excited, yeah, yeah. And, our, and our kids are bored to tears. Oh yeah, yeah. Our, kids, our kids are. We totally turn them off to comic cons, like because <laughs> like, we'll go in there and because we'll, especially going down to San, uh, San Diego, which is like our hometown, we've got friends and family and other co- like old coworkers we'll meet up with. And we're probably just in, I mean, we've been talking for like five days now on your podcast and uh, like, we'll, we'll, it's the same thing. Like we'll get together with old friends. It's like, oh my God, how are you? And our yeah. kids are just like dead at like our feet as they're like, born in tears. And yeah, Art, Artist Alley too. Yeah, we love going through Artist Alley and just like cruising through. And because it's a mix of both talking to artists we know. And people we follow and also yeah, meeting yeah. new ones. Yeah, it's definitely where we we definitely scope out like people like that were like impressed with their work or we like their ideas because um, we know in the future, you know, we want to build up so where we're producing our own IP, like our own yes, uh, yes. independent projects. So we have that in the back of our mind. Like we're definitely focusing. Maxi is our, our focus right now, but that's in the back burner. Like, you know, that's the hard part about doing this. You have to be patient yeah <laughs> it's yeah. like we want to do it all right now we can only do so much yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. but like yeah. we definitely have that in the back of our mind when we're going around looking at artists and also it's to get a finger on the pulse of like what's big it, it's so right. funny because it's not overt but there seems to be a theme every year for the different cons like what's gonna be big and it's so organic it's so funny because yeah. it's like you can see it like what are a lot of artists doing in artist alley what's going on in small press like okay there's a whole bunch of cthulhu stories now like something's going (laughs) on you know it's like it's a lot more sci-fi this year or it's a lot more cute some years and some years it's a lot more gritty you know it's like you can see the ebb and flow of of the industry going at the same time yeah it's really cool it's really inspiring we have the best time yeah if if any if anything every year we go it's kind of like a refresh on our motivation (laughs) and inspiration right you go through a whole lot and then you go to this awesome place and and, and i've I've been to different cons like we've been to san diego con we've been to la comic con we've been to like uh, emerald city comic con seattle all these different places and it's like it's a there's an energy you feel like you get in there and it's like, even if it's just everyone's there just because, Oh, we're all big Batman fans. And -and so-and-so signing Batman comics. It's like, everyone's there because this is stuff they love and they're happy to see other people that love it too. Mm -hmm. And so everyone there is usually just like, they're excited to just show you what they've got. They're excited to see your reaction to it. And that's inspiring. And you, you just, it's, it's like you get re-energized in your own ideas of like, man yeah we could oh my gosh that gave me so many ideas for this thing we have or this stuff or oh i talked to this person and it's like it's infectious and it's it's like and then it's like okay we can go another year uh (laughs) we can we all right let's do another year we can we do this we can keep going (laughs) and also it's a huge networking event like it's so 
bizarre and fun. Like you never know when your where your next job's going to come from. And right, actually, right, that's right. where Gorillaville came from. Uh, Gorillaville, we, we, um, we got we got jobs on games because of an old friend we ran into and talked to in ours LA Comic Con, and their friend was standing right next to there, happened to be a games producer. Yeah, bam. You know, it's yeah. like it's it's yeah. you never know where it's going to come from. And it's and know? it's and it's and it's so awkward too because you don't think about it like that. It's like you go to Comic Con, you can't because it'll drive you down. half the time. <laughs> you're in a crowd at Comic Con, and like you're in like a crowd of like ten people probably like eight of those people are a professional of some kind. <laughs> like, cause right. all as, cause we, we, we've been doing it. We've been getting in for free for the last like 20 years. Um, professionals get in for free, professional artists, writers, all that stuff. You get in for free, you get a free pass. And so most likely you're taught, you're saying that's someone who's a professional of some kind. So sometimes it's just, you turn around and say, Hey, what do you do? And they're like, Oh, I work on this. Yeah. Hey, I work on this. Right, right. Let me get you a coffee. Let's yeah. go, let's go talk about it. But you can't uh, get that into your head or it'll get, you'll get too nerve wracked. You'll get too nerve wracked. <laughs> you can't constantly be thinking about it because then you're like, I have to sell myself to everyone. I yeah. Talk you to. don't, you don't yeah. sell to yourself, but, but it's, it's like, it's that it's, it's, it's that easy, but not like, not, you don't, don't want to take it too far. It, but like, it's a possibility. Yeah. It's right, a, right, it's right. a balance. It's yeah. It's hard to describe. Yeah. Although, although fun story. So we were in line for a Penn and Teller show okay. at Comic-Con and uh, we were sitting talking in line and then uh, they were passing out cards for the event. So it comes down a, a stack of cards and I turn around and hand the card back behind me. It's the video, the angry video game nerd. The YouTuber. We yeah. Heard. Like, yeah. like right there, right there behind me. And I like, like, Glee, like nerded, gleed out, oh, like ah! <laughs> I felt so, so bad. I felt so bad. I probably embarrassed the poor, he poor guy. So loud, everyone turned to look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, funny. All right, so um, I got one last question for you guys. Uh, what would be like your dream uh, character or studio or genre to work with? That something that maybe already exists. That like, you think would be that you would be go nuts if you got an opportunity to jump on that project. Oh, like a like a project we'd want to work on. Yeah, something that's already going. Well, um, one I, one I, I I really hope I get to work on the Great North uh, <laughs> again. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've been having so much fun on that show. Just put should, that put that out. There. Let me just put that out there in the universe. <laughs> Um, honestly though, like there's a lot of good stuff that's out there. I, I honestly though, it would have to be, I, I would be like overjoyed if it was something that was like our idea. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I have, like, we have, we have so many ideas that I want to get at. Like, I want to tell, like, if it was like, if we were working on a project, like on the scope of Maxi, but it was like one of our ideas. Wow. I don't even know how I'd handle that. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it would be, yeah. Cause, uh, we do have some. Because we did, before we landed Maxi, we were doing like development stuff and doing some pitching and things like that. So we do have some ideas that we do want to develop and make. And my yeah, my dream would be to be on, um, to be working on something, something long term, like a show, right. you know, like, yes. like, it wouldn't even have to, like streaming would be amazing. Yeah. But like, even like a YouTube one, like something small, even as long as it's just like, like sustaining and fun and just something because i love you know i love animated movies they're great but i also love animated shows because they grow and develop you know like you watch the pilot of a show like a big show like say like futurama you watch the pilot and then you watch like their their best 
episodes and it's like completely different because it's grown it's grown and and the ability to work on something and just have it grow and develop is so cool it's like that's kind of the bittersweet part of working on like one-off projects because you get to the end you're like wow i learned so much i can't wait oh wait it's done (laughs) like shoot you know but like an episode thing you know, you get to really get into a groove, especially working with a team, yeah. you know, like um, we definitely had that on Yabba Dabba Dinosaurs. It's so sad. It was a fun show. So sad it got yeah. cut and like erased from existence. But like it was a good, we, had, we, we had a really good <laughs> we team. We had a great team. Yeah. And it was like we were getting going and getting rolling. And it was like you learn how to work with these people and you learn how to go. So anything that would just like be like that, I would yeah. just be ecstatic. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's kind of the it's it's one of the bittersweet things about working animation. Animation is it is such a collaborative effort. Like it is it is yeah, yeah. it is all about like yeah you know, like you'll have you'll have people who are rock stars because they get notarized, but it's it is a it is down to it is a team effort. Everyone has to be on board, doing their best, but also like having a good time, being having a positive effect because all that energy goes into the project and all that if it's all fun, positive energy, you're going to get it out of the project yeah. on the other side. Mm-hmm. And exactly. it's so collaborative. And that's kind of, that's one of its strengths is because, yeah, like, I mean, we had that on Yabba Dabba. I've had it on Great North. We've had it on with our team for Maxi. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to cultivate that and you want to get that team and you grow and everyone kind of learns what like, oh, okay, this is what we need to do. And everyone gets better and better and better. And you end up with a well-oiled machine. And then the project might end or something happens and it becomes like, it almost becomes like a tragedy. And that's the bittersweet part of it because it can like, it can, you can spend all this time building it and growing it like, Oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever. And then all of a sudden it's gone. Everyone goes their separate ways. Everyone goes their separate ways. And yeah, yeah, but it's, it's so much fun. That's the best feeling. Yeah. Working with our team on, on Maxi, like it's been so cool. Uh, being able to direct the team and seeing like, Oh, you have more strengths in, the an emoting or you have more strengths in effects or and stuff like that and like like adjusting people around and then when you i don't know i don't know how to describe it you can feel it when they fit and they just get excited and they get yeah, like yeah. inspired and they send their work back and you're like that's it you did it like, yeah <laughs> we, we had that on design and we had that on animation and it's just like this is the perfect spot for you it's like we figured it out and they like and they say they're having fun and you can see it in their work and it's just like that's that's the key right there. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that. the most inspiring part. Yeah. All right. Um, so to end the show, I asked people the same six questions and it's interesting to see what everyone says. All right. So question number one, what is one of the most beautiful things you have ever seen? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I know I put the hard one first. Oh, real real life. Real life questions. The first thing, well, since we've been talking animation and stuff like that, the first thing to pop in my head, because if I think too much, I could think of a bazillion different yeah. things. But um, when it comes to the animation world, we went and saw that movie. Um, oh, shoot. What was it called? Loving Vincent. Yeah. And that was that movie where they animated it where every frame was an oil painting. And it was all about oh. Vincent Van Gogh. And it is so good (laughs) like that i think is the most beautiful like animated movie i've ever seen and um i think it's streaming i think i'm not sure where but it's definitely worth a watch if if you ever get a chance to see it and it's just like it's so beautiful and i've I've always been a fan of of van gogh too so it's like combining of the artist in a style of his artwork was just like like it made my brain explode yeah it was just so beautiful 
Um, for me, most beautiful thing I ever saw. So we were, uh, we were going to a fundraiser for Maxi. Um, we were, uh, <laughs> it was, it was in San Jose where, um, and we were meeting up with our other executive producer and we were doing a fundraiser to raise money for, to actually help to pay for, uh, animation. And he wanted us there. And Karen had done a whole bunch of, uh, work putting together these, uh, sizzled, like these parts, scenes for the movie to kind of get people yeah, more excited right. about it. And she had been rushing, getting us all together because it was, it was we need to have something to, to get ready for this for this uh, but I wanted it to fundraiser. Really but we great, wanted yeah. it to be look really good. Um, I hadn't seen anything like I like I, I I knew she'd working on this. Like I was just working other stuff. I was helping other things, and so I hadn't seen these things. And we get there, and she's even like, I don't even remember what they look like. I hope this works. And so we're kind of like both in the dark. And then the lights go down. The MC's on stage, like, and here's a scene from Maxie the Wow. And the lights go on, the screams come on. Oh, I was so nervous. Yeah. And it looks gorgeous. The sound plays wonderfully. The joke hits, and everyone laughs. And it's like, oh, we made that. That was <laughs> that was beautiful. Like, like it was like it's like you could I could feel the weight just lift off my shoulders. It's like, oh, that was that was beautiful. Mm. Especially when everyone laughed at the first joke. Yeah, everyone laughs at the first joke. You're like, oh god, thank god. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, we did that. Too. Uh, what is your favorite smell? <laughs> really? Um, Chocolate chip cookies. Ah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That feels like low hanging fruit, but um, yeah. mine's, mine's a funny one, and it comes from having kids. It's the it's the smell of lavender, but it's the lavender they use in like baby products. Like, oh, yeah. like the, the, the lavender baby soaps and they put in a lot of toys to make them sleepy. Yeah, and yeah. I think, yeah, like we, we have two kids, so it's like pretty close together. So it was so many years of like smelling that. And it was just like, Oh, like, I, like I, I, you know, go by the aisle at Target. It's like, Oh, there's that smell. <laughs> it worked better on me. My kids never wanted to sleep, but you know, I go to sleep. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite kind of sandwich? <laughs> Italian. Yeah, you're the sandwich guy. He's got like sandwich making sandwiches. Like he marinates the the, the lettuce and he does the oh, whole yeah. thing. Oh, He's yeah. got a whole system. Oh yeah, guy has some rosemary to it. Always helps. Rosemary, <laughs> rosemary and Italian sandwich. Oh, forget about it. Yeah. No, the Italians are good. You can't go wrong with that. Oh, can't go wrong with an Italian sandwich. I think my standard is a is a good uh, turkey melt with bacon on it. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> We just ate. We had like Hawaiian barbecue for dinner, and I'm already hungry. This is, this is you're like, I want a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I want a sandwich now. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite kind of drink? Oh, it's, it's, as long as, as I'm 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 the fruity uh, like frou frou drink oh, person. Anything, super so, sweet, anything yeah. sweet and colorful, I'll take it. Yeah, mine's a uh, mine's coffee. Like I like yeah. the bitter stuff. I like, I like the you bitter. like the bitter stuff, like your heart. Yeah, like, I don't know why. I love, I love, I love drinks that like it's the joke that like slap you in the face and make you feel alive. You right. know, like yeah. Yep. I love it. Uh, what is something that makes you happy every time it happens? Oh. It's if I show someone some of my artwork or something I made and they smile, like a genuine smile. Yes. Like yeah, that gives me goosebumps, and like if it's yeah, and if it's like a big thing, like when we did the maxi thing, it's like it can bring you to tears, you know, just like ah, you're happy with it. Oh my god, because that's the biggest and the most nerve wracking thing to show someone right. something made, and it's like if you see disappointment in their face, it's like yeah, you just you just killed a part of my soul <laughs> right there. I, yeah. I gotta echo that because uh, yeah, that was that was my most favorite thing when I did caricatures because you're sitting there talking with someone. 
Um, you're getting to know them. You're putting on a piece of paper and then you rip it off and you show it to them and you see them like, like just laugh. Or, I, 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 I there's I, a moment before the there's a moment. There's a moment. There's a moment where they're like, they're looking at it. And it's so funny because I, uh, I have a bunch of old caricature artists that I follow and it, I love their content. Like they'll, they'll post like their drawing reveals on like TikTok and stuff like that. And I love seeing that reaction to people. Cause like, all right, here you go. And then you see that moment where they're just like, and then like, depending on the drawing, they're either like right. laughing or they're like embarrassed or it's, it's, that is the best part. That is always fun. <laughs> I love it. Um, what advice would you give yourself as a kid? If you could, if you could send mm-hmm. a bit of advice to yourself when you were younger, what would it be? Oh. Stop worrying so much. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody says that. Everybody says that. Yeah. yeah. Be more Don't like, yeah. Stop worrying about what what other people think. Yeah. Um, and to tell myself that you do have something to contribute. So. Yeah. Like just the way you are. Look, yeah. Everyone like, says that because we all make the same stupid mistake. And of per- I could time travel right now to me as a fourteen year old and be like, hey. You're going to do fine. Stop worrying about what other people think about you. And I'd be like, whatever, old man. And I'd like, I'd yep. hold off. Like, what do you know, me from the future? Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, I love it. All right. And for this is just for me to sell, to keep my podcast rolling. Uh, do you have someone who has been doing something for a very long time? that would like to come on the show and talk about it. Oh. It's been doing something for a very long time. I have to think about that. I could name, I could name, I could name any one of our art friends. Like. Yeah. <laughs> we have a ton of art friends. Yeah. Because um, we've all been doing this for a very long time. Because <laughs> yeah, we all love it and we're all doing it. That'd yeah. be something I tell my young self too. It's just like, I, yeah, stop being swayed by other people. Do do what you do. Yeah. yeah do yeah. what you do. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, let's see who, yeah, definitely some of our art friends, animation friends. Do we need to like give you like a, like a specific name or? Uh, no, you can just, uh, no, we can just touch base, touch back later. Sure. Yeah. Talk yeah. to all kinds of people. I, I, uh, an actress friend of mine and a motivational speaker. Oh, cool. And I talked to a, a up and coming artist in our area and, uh, talked to a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. <laughs> and, uh, IT guys and uh, Lego collectors and action figure oh, collectors and uh, yeah, you name it. I've talked to a lot of people, so yeah, <laughs> yeah I do have a friend who does the Lego. Oh, I should, I should, uh, I should send my brother your way because my brother's been yes. doing cosplay. cosplay. <laughs> he's he's like he's like a big name in cosplay. He's been a big name in cosplay for a while, and he's uh, um, he, I, he would love to talk about that. You think so? Yeah. Oh, we would to love to. We're gonna see tomorrow. I, so. I talked to uh, um, a cosplay artist. She um, she uh, makes a lot of stuff, and she um, runs. You would like this, Karen, because she runs a lot of the drag shows at oh, the fun. Dragon Con in Atlanta. Oh, awesome! Cool. <laughs> She's done several of those, and uh, we have a big Ren fair here in Charlotte. Oh, fun! And, uh, she uh, she takes part in too. Yeah, so uh, yeah. Uh, drop my info to your brother. I'd love to talk. To yes, him. yeah, interesting. yeah. I'll let him know. How cool! All right. Well, Karen and Bill, thanks for being on the show. Oh man, thanks for having uh, us. Oh, this was great. Yeah. Thank you. Um, if people want to find your work, where can they go to find your work? 
Well, the um, biggest one will be our our studio site, chubbybeagle.com. Um, we do have personal sites, which are actually linked to that one. Yeah, uh, um, there's our there's yeah, our own personal site linked. Uh, BillDrastle.com. Bill Drastle. Uh, mine's a little different. It's caretoons.com with a, with a K. K-A-R-E-T-O-O-N-S. Then, but Chubby Beagle's the more updated one. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. if people, if people want to find me uh, streaming on Twitch, I'm at twitch.tv slash Bill Drastle. D-R-A-S-T-A-L. Because everyone misspells my last name. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's always the Maxi site, Maxi.com. Maxi.com. Which has the updates on the movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love it. Remember, folks, find what makes you happy and get to it. There's a lot of life out there to live. So make it a good one. Be kind, be nice, be good. And everybody have a great week. Bye.